I'm Faris the Invoker, and you're listening to No Initiative Play Quest, The Soaring City. Last session, little recap, they went into the vault where the Wand of Lorelei was supposed to be, to be found, as directed by Ella, their spider friend. They met a skeleton who was like, you don't want this wand. This wand will end the world. And eventually you talked him around to it, kind of. I'm sure he didn't have motives or anything. Nope. In a um, way, only and Lena Zake and Zake. was like, well, yeah. Zeke was like, I can't let Lena throw away her soul. My soul's half gone already. Um, uh, in the ensuing chaos, uh, Lena was frozen solid by the skeleton's uh, magic. And you also learned that his name was Arvis von Hrinth. Uh, a, a spookily familiar name. I'm sure that there's no plot related to that at all. Um, however, Ferris was pretty cool and was like, hey, I got this new thing and we're going to bend the rules a little bit and we're going to unfreeze uh, Lena and uh, hopefully it won't hurt a lot. It did hurt a lot, spoiler alert, but it worked and Lena's so okay. <laughs> it's like 70% of your HP, don't worry about it. <clears throat> it's fine. You. Self-sacrificing, moody bitch, that's yeah. what she is. <laughs> 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 After you got out of the mushroom, uh, and the doctor had already made the way back to Valerith, you found that Valerith had flown away too far for you to return, and you'd been effectively stranded. However, your lovely friend Arvis, the 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 physical, the, the human one, um, up in from Valerith, was like, "Hey, something very telling." Said it told Ferris, "Go for a walk with him," and that in exchange that he needed her up on the city. And that just for a little exchange of, you know, goods and services, he'll help you back home and you help him out by advising one Alika, Saidu, to trust him. And at first he was kind of cagey as to why, but eventually got him to say that there was this oncoming catastrophe from the Knights of Sugravain, which are going to taint everyone who'd ever been healed by necromancy, which he equated to, you know, killing thousands of lives, which was kind of alluded to when he was saying that he needs you to do this for saving lots of people's lives. Ferris still didn't like it, but begrudgingly agreed to get the party home. After the party got home, he teleported everyone back, and he didn't appear with you. Um, you found that your lovely baker who lives downstairs is getting his bakery torn out by the uh, sewer works people. I'm sure Darunel had nothing to do with that. Uh, sure. And then we also found that the city of Valerith was arriving in Orlath, the capital of the Orlath Empire, and not only that, we saw the Emperor, in her, all her glory, arriving up onto Valerith on a giant mechanized raised platform. Uh, the Cerulean Emperor. And that's where we cut. It was Zake and Lena on... The balcony, looking out at that yep. affair. Yep. Oh my goodness. Apologies for this very noisy goblin. Rose just very oh. loud from the other room. It's... Yeah. It's tiny. It's tiny. Tiny shush. <laughs> he is a small wolf. Um. Yeah. So. so, as Ferris, I guess this is a place to start, um, Zake and Lena on the balcony, I don't remember where Ro was, but Ferris, you noticed that your 
door to your room is slightly ajar. Yeah, it's, it's, it's not a door, it's a jar. <laughs> Insert comedy here. Not. We'll be here for three hours, folks. <laughs> <laughs> it doesn't get better, so make your decision wisely. <laughs> um, I guess Faris will head over and peek inside, push the door open slightly. Still kind of on um, that, but sure. So as you open the door to your room, um, two things happen. Well, not no. One thing happens, but you notice two things. The thing that happens is your spear begins to glow, like the you know as it does, like the sun, um, just like it did when you first imbued it up in, uh, in the tower. Uh, second thing happens. You notice there were. There are two pieces of parchment on your bedside table. One, just a single piece of parchment folded in the middle, creased. Second one, a fully enclosed letter with the name Faris written on it in calligraphy. Is there anyone in the room? You do not see anyone in the room with your, you know, human senses. Um, sorry, looking at my abilities, it's been a while. One sec. <laughs> um, nope, okay, never mind. I will cautiously look at the letters and see if they're written in the same handwriting as each other. So, are you opening the enclosed letter? Actually, you know what, I'm gonna, like, wave my spear over <laughs> the letters and see if it like glows more strongly over one of them than the other. Uh, and the spear <laughs> doesn't react. Cool, okay. I guess, yes, I'm opening the closed letter then, the sealed letter. All right, so as you open the sealed letter, um, you're able to, I don't know, uh, you might recognize Arvis's hand, I don't know. But it says it is addressed Faris of the Solari. So sorry for cutting our conversation short. If you find your resolve flagging, you know where to find me. What a bastard of you requires conviction. Lives are on the line. I have the honor to be your obedient servant, Avon Rinth. Don't like that. And I'm good. And uh <laughs> I just threw that in the ch in our Zoom chat, so you have the text. Thank you. Faris pretty much recoils at seeing the first line of that letter, um, but will then kind of sigh and pick up the other one. Uh, the second one is written uh, from Alika Saidu. Faris Munir, thank you. By all accounts, you and Raina saved my life. I'm sorry I couldn't linger to thank you properly. I have an offer for you. If you're interested, you can find me in Crown Tower attending to our visiting emperor. I can step away from her for you. Sorry to make you come to me. Storm clouds are gathering. I hold you in my thoughts. Alika Saeed. Okay. 
It's almost like there's a juxtaposition, there's a contrast between those two letters. Yeah, just a bit. <laughs> um, is the spear still glowing? Does it yes. remain? Yep. Do you think it's maybe dimming ever so slightly? If I start to move out of the room, does it still glow? Yeah, in fact, it gets brighter. Hmm. I would like to try and figure out what direction I need to go in to keep it glowing brightly, please. <laughs> uh, it starts heading, as you're doing that, I imagine some of the other denizens <laughs> of the tower might see you waving your spear around <laughs> in the middle of the living hallway. Yeah, um, maybe. And they would probably notice you kind of following it and drifting upwards towards the um, siege outlook. Oh, where the, the telescope roof? is. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah, so that's the route. It's where Lena spends her nights. Yeah. Is anyone else around, or is Ferris alone right now? No, everyone sees you. Um, are you, are you okay? Everything good? No, I imbued this sphere with a power that makes it glow when adversaries are close, and it is glowing inside our home. And I found a letter from Arvis in my room, as well as a letter from Alika, who was gone. Uh, oh. You see, you hear a little like pitter patter, almost like a rat through the roof, but a little mm, sharper, heavier. I think we need to get up to, to the, the roof. roof. <laughs> We're all in the all same right. space, right? Yeah. Yeah, pretty much. Yeah. Okay. Um, I didn't take the time to hyper where everyone yeah, was because I, just I figured to make you could sure. figure it out. <laughs> yeah. Um, I was like, oh, I'll go see if I can find out what it is. Um, and I'm just going to pop into like a hawk and fly out the like balcony and just start heading up like immediately. That's faster. <laughs> As you whip around in the sky, you can very clearly see that there's no obvious thing in the siege outlook, on the outlook. Okay. Um, sorry, I'm just knocking down the uh, AP cost before I forget. Do it I cost points? Yeah. yeah. Uh, <laughs> do I see like any sort of crawl spaces or something, like entries, like vents or something? Yeah. There's a there's a grate. Uh, can can a hawk fit in? Because I will just hop like go in and just sort of hop down and like listen. You could probably fit in the grate, but you you into the in the hole that the grate is covering, but you need someone to remove the grate. Ah well, and I imagine I'm... that might be kind of difficult in hawk mode. Yeah, I just sort of peck at it for a second <laughs> and I'll go back to the balcony wherever everybody else will be coming out. <laughs> well, I I imagine as you're pecking at it, uh, Ferris probably starts arriving up the stairs. Yeah, I was oh. definitely going upstairs too. Yeah. Uh yeah. Once I see anybody, I just start squawking. <laughs> I don't know what sound hawks make. Like a, well, the red-tailed hawk is the classic like eagle noise you hear in a lot yeah. of things. Yeah. Um, did, did somebody go in the grate? I'll go over to it and is it like screwed in? No, you just gotta kind of like give it like yeah. that a little sharp, like. Yeah, I'll just grab it with my mechanical arm and just. <laughs> Easy. Be safe. 
Kaka. Hopping. All right. So as you're hawk mode hopping through this vent, you hear something. Up ahead. And you have to go in actually pretty far, and it takes a branch left to the left and to the right. And as you get to the branch, you your 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 eagle eyes of your hawk see this mechanical puck it's bigger than a puck um and it has these little spider like legs that come out you know like little uh, classic little pokey legs that robots often have um and this puck turned and part of it folds open and a like a knife comes out um and it begins walking towards you. It's a crab with a knife. Robot I like this Roomba. It's it's it's, it's, it's knifey the Roomba. It's a Doomba. Oh it's a Doomba. So good. I need. Um, I don't destroy it. I need to make it my friend. I make no promises. <laughs> <laughs> I don't imagine this vent is big enough for like human row, right? Um, you if you if you reverted to human shape, you would be like talk coin toss whether you'd be stuck or just very cramped okay mm. um uh, th- that is fine i just wanted to make sure i wasn't gonna like i don't know meat grinder Die. myself if i transformed <laughs> yeah. in a vent <laughs> no no, no. If, if you were another character because your row is pretty small by comparison <laughs> yeah true um okay so i don't know how far back i'm in i'm gonna just sort of start like hopping backwards and like try to peck at this thing if it gets too close it's definitely going to get up to you it's pretty fast okay it's faster all right um I'll just ha- faster than a hopping hawk on the ground i'm that, sure you know. all right then i'll start like backing up but if it like you know hits me i'm gonna turn around to fuck with it <laughs> yeah i mean it uh, yeah so it's going to but you will definitely hear the cacao warnings <laughs> you, you, it's, I told you it's to gonna try safe. to stab you yeah it, it can do that uh, um, let me grab a thing you need to roll for it 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 rolls, um, as it up and kind of twists because the knife isn't like on a arm; it just moves its puck body and it stabs you for two points of damage. Okay, to hawk row. To hawk row. Yeah, hawk row. Hawk row don't care; it's fine. <laughs> All <laughs> row, right. What do you do against the Doomba? Um, I'm gonna just sort of turn around and I want to try to like peck one of its legs off. <laughs> sure. Hoping it'll help Are slow you it prioritizing down. trying to hurt it, or are you prioritizing trying to uh, immobilize it? Uh, prioritizing trying to immobilize it, and that was All a right. natural twenty. Well, mm. you definitely do it. <laughs> so I think what happens uh, is you take your little hawk beak, grab one's legs, grabbing a bug, and just yeet it over <laughs> and upturn it on its head, and there's oh, a nice man. loud clank that emanates out of the grate, and its legs just kind of play a little bit. And then they just stop moving as it gives up. That's pretty much what happened to my Roomba last night. So <laughs> uh, accurate. Uh, is this thing like heavy? Can I drag it out with like my beak while it's upside down? Can I try? Yeah, I think you can drag it. I mean, it's probably at the, about at the, the peak of your drag ability. But I think everyone else sees as a hawk <laughs> hops out of your vent, dragging their robot Roomba by a leg. <laughs> I'll just sort of leave it like in the rim so that I don't risk like knocking it over so it can run away again and fly down to land on like Lena's mechanical arm and just sort of caca cheerfully. 
Thank you. You can bird. see that the bird has a bit of a wound with a little bit of blood coming out of it. I told you to be safe. I'll hop on down and change back and be like, I was. Are you okay? Yeah, I'm fine now. See, it's gone. And I'll like spin around so you can see that actually <laughs> the damage is healed now. Yeah. All right, what's okay, that? Good. Now, what's this thing? <laughs> yeah. Can Maybe I? You're good with mechanical stuff. Yeah, can I take a look at it, kind of knowing what's up with mechanic things? Yeah, uh, actually, so you're going to get some information by rote, but I actually want you to roll the die to see okay. if you can discern some fine details. Okay. Mm, mm, that's a six. Mm. So a six is actually a mixed success in this game. <laughs> oh, I always forget where the line is. Oh, yep, that's where it is. Uh, that's it is the line. bottom of the mixed success. <laughs> the... All right. So... <laughs> um. So the first thing you, so you, first of all, you can recognize this as a mechanical construction. Somebody probably put this together. It seems fairly advanced. It's like mechanical things are not unheard of. I mean, you saw the walker that the Orlath Empire had, but they're not common. Mm -hmm. um, the second thing you note, and this is all I'm going to give you because you're going to make success, is that this is the same kind of metal that Darunel used to try to murder you all with. Same tenor uh, kind of texture. It leaves this little, like, ever so slightly wavy texture whenever he morphs metal. And this seems to match that. Mother. Can I, like, grab the blade with my mechanical hand and just try to snap it off? Uh, yeah, like, I'm gonna oh, say you can just do that. Oh. It has stopped moving because it just hasn't put the effort in. Mm -hmm. And snap it off kind of short. Yeah. Just so at least it's not like a weapon. Yeah. No, it's just a uh, it folds that part back into itself and it bonks as it's warped and can't close mm -hmm. anymore. Drop that. This. I mean, I've never seen anything like it before, but it, I did get a decent look at what um lord darinel does when he warps metal and this looks awfully similar to that so i think that this was another nice little messenger do you want me to drop it off the roof or i mean because we can do that sorry the darinel warps metal oh yeah i forgot you weren't here Oh, right. Oh, yeah, yeah he missed um, that part. Yeah, he, he, like, does all sorts of stuff with metal. Like, for for instance, like, hypothetically, he could probably, like, take a coin and t turn it into a giant spike that would stab through someone should they be holding that coin. Like, hypothetically, that's something that he would be able to do. He can also make copies of himself. Yep, yep, apparently. he can do that. Yeah, he could also hypothetically um, just, like, smash a spear up real good. Hypothetically. Oh, and there are all these bigger robot thingies, too, that came down in the elevator. Oh, okay. So, probably he did doze himself in that case. Okay. And I'm gonna go on a wild cast and say that all these uh, hypothetical things actually happened, yes? Oh, yeah, every single one. Yeah, yeah no, I can neither confirm nor deny. I thought that was what hyper-technical meant. 
good because it doesn't yeah, matter because it was not used properly anyway. <laughs> I mean, um, you don't know. Okay, so this thing, I guess we're not right, just like free from from Daronel. So I guess you the the time. I don't. I don't know. Is he still coming after us? What's the deal? Like I don't. Like I don't know what else this this can do. I don't know if he can like see through it. I it seems a little I don't know inefficient to send like a small scuttling stabbing robot. It does stab pretty versus, good though. Versus just look at Ro. You said you were fine. Oh yeah, but like it still did that pretty good. Okay. I have oh. to wonder whether I go into my room, I have a letter from Alika and a letter from Arvis. And then my spear was glowing as I walked into the room, and then we find this thing. Is it still glowy? Well, yeah, the thing's right in front of you. You're really close to a, a threat. Just like taps the spear on it. Tap, tap. Oh, okay, so we don't really have time to deal with this, this idiot now, I think. So... I mean, there might be a way for me to find out. Oh yeah, destroy it. Yeah, just chuck it. I'm, I'm just gonna toss it off of the roof as hard as I can. Never thought I'd see the day. <laughs> Megan, destroying a robot so utterly. Uh, yeah, you chuck the thing and it <gasps> spins slightly sad. and smashes down onto the cobblestones and flies into uh, a few dozen pieces. Find another one and do it again. Oh, you can throw the next one, Ro. Promise. Yes. All right. I don't like any of this. There's... Now is the spear still glowing? Oh, oh and when it smashes the spear, <laughs> glow goes away. <laughs> yeah. Bye, bye, Doomba. We got them all. <laughs> Sorry, Doomba. I know. Okay, mm. so we we have a potential disease that can wipe up, wipe the entire city mm -hmm. and we just went and gathered ingredients for that we have this and kind of draws the wands yeah. uh to hopefully figure out how to use it to stop me from disappearing we've got all this you pull the wand out <laughs> if you pull the wand out you could swear is just the temperature just drops by a couple degrees Put it away. We got this whole situation. Darunel, you mean? Oh no, I meant Darunel pointing at the, the Emperor and like all of that jazz. Ah. Well, I don't think that sure, that has be... I'm sure that's just background detail. Sure, <laughs> that, that doesn't concern us at all. It was just visiting. We'll be gone when the city moves on. It's fine. Let's just lay low, Lena. And then you have letters, you say? Yes. So Alika's gone to um, attend to the visiting emperor. So she's with her. So she's it's not. I wanted to, but. You should. You're not going to go? She asked you to. She basically was like, you should go. 
it's a little complicated right now. Um, so, Arvis wants me to advise Alika to take his counsel. He wants me to tell her that I trust him, but I don't trust him at all. Hmm. So I'm not sure what to do about that. He said I could talk to the doctor about what he told me, but I haven't seen the doctor here. Have any of you? No. 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 Maybe, maybe we should check the patient room. Maybe he's there. Maybe. Mm. All right. I have a few things to do so I can go down and, and check that, and then I'll let you know. But, well, I need to find him. What so things? That's all, that's... I... I have an idea for something just came to me. Oh, that I'll do it. Definitely sounds like something that's not trouble at all whatsoever. So great. Yeah, perfect. Yeah, you do yeah, take care of your things that you just thought of right now. It's not trouble. Sooner or later, I have to understand how this wand works. Uh, if we're not going to find someone that can help us, then I, or at least until we don't find someone that can help us, I need to try it for myself. As simple as that. We're on a clock here. We all know that when I made a decision to grab it. Right. And I'm also on the clock with this decision as to whether I should tell Lika to trust Arvis, and apparently thousands of lives are in danger in that situation too. I, I'm just not convinced about this, Ferris. What was the, the deal with the skeleton? Dude with Billy Bones. He said his name was Arvis's name, right? Let's know. not forget that. I know, I'm not forgetting that. There are too many disparate things and too little information that we actually have, and I don't like that. Agree. So, all right. What if you go and meet Alika, see what she wants? Maybe that will influence your decision. I will try and understand how this one works. And then we'll reconvene here, see if we need to demand any more explanation from Arvis or if we just make the decision to trust him. He has been helpful. Conditionally helpful. Well, I Didn't mean, who? mention it at the time, but he was basically saying he was going to strand the rest of you out there if I didn't agree to help him. Oh. I mean, that Wonderful. sounds like a human thing to do. By and large, they're garbage. But, um, I mean, you scratch, it's like a you scratch my back, I scratch yours type of thing. So, like, I get it. It sucks, but. Yeah, I find it quite difficult to trust someone who tried to essentially guilt me into helping him by threatening to leave my friends out that in the middle of nowhere with no transport home. That's, That's true. Fair. I will I will say for what it's worth that at least information that I have received from him has been true. So even though we might not like him or his methods of going out going about things, his his intel has largely been proven correct. So if what he has told you is happening I I would 
have to believe that it is. I don't know what Alika, how Alika fits into that, but I, I don't know. I think that we need to give some credence to what he told you. Okay. And we know that the doctor trusts him, so that's, that's a plus. Anyway. He's always been going... super nice to me. Yeah. He's, he's got nice real good job. snacks. And there's that as well. But, like, I don't know. He's always really nice. Like, his house is really pretty, but he never, like, got upset when I got dirt or frosting all over stuff. <laughs> Some people really don't like that. And I just sort of look not at Zink. <laughs> <laughs> that frosting was there. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure he wasn't mad at all the moment we left. <clears throat> anyway, okay, Ferris, this is just my opinion, but I, I'd say it's Alika and then the man's satisfaction from Arvis and question about this skeleton. Um, thing so that's what i do but it's your call i'm gonna go check on the doctor unless you need me for anything else anyone well i need to see the doctor so sorry if you don't want my company <laughs> down there as well oh in that case just let's go just assume that you want to mull over the decision a little bit more but never mind well talking to the doctor is part of that so as you're having this oh, okay. banter while heading down the stairs, uh, you come upon the doctor's door, and on it is pinned a note, hastily scrawled, says, friends, I've found a lead on, bone, on a bone of the hollow, and must act quickly. I'm still on city. I'll be okay, promise, doctor. Well, that answers that. Well, that's it's... why we didn't hear him. Fantastic. I don't suppose any of you know anything about the Knights of Suravain. Of what now? Suravain. Does that ring a bell, Nat? <laughs> um, I think maybe the doctor mentioned it once. Hmm. Oh, is uh, that... He, uh, he said something about it being, um, having a very particular opinion on justice. Hmm. Oh, aren't those like the weird knights that the doctor speaks of sometimes? I, I don't know. Yeah, me neither. That's about the extent that I have, honestly. Arvis said it's something to do with them. They're doing something that's going to taint necromantic magic. And affect people who've been healed by it. Ooh. If he's telling Ooh. the truth, that is something I would like to avoid happening very much. Um, yeah, someone who's had an awful lot of um, necromantic healing magic pumped into her in the past. I mean, yeah, definitely for like the greater good, that's probably a good thing that we should try to yeah. avoid. I'm fine. Necromantic magic is and has been for quite a while uh, a regular part of the healing magic regimen. Okay, I think 
I have to go talk to one of them. <laughs> I think we'll need to speak to both. It's just a matter of deciding which one you do first. Well, now that we're not under threat of you guys being left out in the wilderness, I feel more able to speak to Arvis, but I'm not sure how to go about this. Which one do you think will bring the most amount of answers our way, Paris? We well, each I conversation. Think, I don't think Alika even knows about this situation. That's the problem. But what the if... fact that she wants to speak to you, I would assume there's answers to be had, even if it is to questions we haven't posed. Maybe. And what are the chances that Arvis is going to give you any more information if you show up having not talked to Alika already? If he is a tit-for-tat type. I do have my tricks, but I suspect he's a lot more powerful than he lets on. And before, I didn't want to jeopardize our chances of getting home, so I just agreed. Well, of course. Now we're home, so we have a little more wiggle room. Alika's the one who helped us get out of the jailhouse box, right? Yeah. Oh, she was really nice, too. Um, if she and Arvis are both from the city for a long time, she might know something about him that would help you decide. That's a good point. To be honest, I know which one I'd rather go and see, so... Yes, I'll go see Alika first. There you go, Dan. Are you going alone? I don't have to. If anybody wants to come with me, I would welcome the company. That's how you communicate. Um, I mean, I don't... I mean, anything that I want to do is a little more time involved. So yeah, let's let's do this. Um, I'll I'll go. Unless you really want me to join for conversational purposes. Oh, I can uh, talk to people just fine. Yeah, Faris, up to you. <laughs> Otherwise, I'll just stay here and work on understanding this down glances at the, the wand um, getting yourself into trouble All right. never I would welcome right, your so company I'm... if you want to come with us sake. that is not what I was all right, Faris, just tell me, should I go or should I stay? Should I go now? <laughs> <laughs> we all start dancing. All of a sudden. Simple yes or no. You're having an awfully hard time making decisions lately. It's not my decision to make. I have things to do here, but if my help is needed, then I'll assist. I mean, we could bring Ro. Ro's a great conversationalist. I can come. Certainly a charmer. 
Thank you. <laughs> Learning you from the best. Sit up a little straighter. <laughs> um, I mean, if you think you can get any work done on the wand here by yourself, go for it. All right. All right, so what I'm hearing is the crew is going with Ferris to go to Crown Tower uh, to entreat Alika, and Zake is going to hang out mm -hmm. and yeah. spend some quality time with Wand. If there's, like, a place near there, near Crown Tower, like, I can, like, sit down and be in private and analyze things, like a library, perhaps, or something like that, then he would stay there just in case they need um, their help. Um, they have an archive building that's available, but they have, Valerith has a little bit of a history with like tainted magical artifacts and such, <laughs> so just branching around in the archives might uh, draw more attention than you would expect. Hmm. It's okay. up to you, though. I'm not saying no. <laughs> I'll stay, stay home for now. And yeah, as we're heading out, I think Lena just like hangs back and like Pops her head in the room and be like, don't do anything stupid, okay? Just opening closets at this point. Huh? Huh? Uh, no, don't worry. I have another thing that I want to do. Uh, also, since we're in or Orlath, do you want to, like, I don't know, maybe blend in a little bit more? I don't know. Oh, oh, sh oh, 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 sh yes. Yes, I do want to do that, um, I'm gonna, like, lean out and be like, um, Ferris, it'll just be, like, three to seven minutes, and I'm gonna run up the stairs to my room. Somehow both specific and vague at the same time. <laughs> um. <laughs> that's how it is, baby. What's the outfit oh. change come out like? Oh, god, I don't know. I'm gonna, well, I'm gonna mark off my AP. I'm gonna use Disguise. Um, um, so I think that, I mean, all right, if we're in Orlath and we're, like, going to, like, see the Emperor, I'm going to put on a pretty dress, which is not normally my thing. Long sleeves so that it, like, my arm looks bulky under it, but not to the point where it's, like, very super visible. Gloves, so everything sure. looks just, like, real human. Um, and I think I'm going to just, like... Cover all my freckles and do like my hair's normally like very loose and down and devil may care. And I think I'm just gonna like kind of just as quickly but still nicely as possible, just kind of like pile it up into like a fancy looking updo on my head. Um, but yeah, like a, just like a nice, like fancy dress. And I'm just like, as soon as I'm in, I'm like, mm, this is really uncomfortable. <laughs> Fair enough. <laughs> and just go back downstairs. As, as Lena's gonna, I hear the footsteps um, coming down. Zeke will just pop out of the room with a scarf in, in his hands, a light summary scarf. Um, this. Take it as well. Okay. <laughs> I am not sure what that can do, but it definitely can do something. Uh, just in case. I think it's some kind of protection. Just take it. 
Okay. As uh, yeah, as as Lena was changing, Zake was kind of using the wands, uh, trying to understand yes. how it works, and kind of sparked something onto the scarf. Um, as he casts in scroll with a spell. How dare you <laughs> that I'll, learn is magic? Doing magic? How that dare you, you learn know magic? What it does? <laughs> Not even a wizard for a full day, and look at this. <laughs> Like, what does that do? Uh, in scroll lets me store a spell in a spell scroll, just flavoring it as the scarf. Um, sure. and then the person that's you that has it can, can use it. What's that's the spell? It. The spell I'm inscribing is spell steel, uh, but not that he knows or Lena knows, but <laughs> spell steel. <laughs> Delightful. I'm gonna, all right, let me say if it's like a longer time, I'm gonna like use it as like a sash. Because I don't want to mess up my nice accessorizing. Just like tie it about my waist like a fancy little sash. Um, thanks. Right. I guess. Good luck with everything. Don't just be here when we get back. Okay. Can promise that. Just. All right. Well. I'll try I'll... really hard. I promise. Okay. I mean, I won't know until we get back anyway, so, yeah, just make good choices. Always. All right. As Ferris and Lena and Roe make their way out of the building, you go through the currently what is amounting to a construction site. Uh, you get the smell of tar and adhesives. And uh, most of the room is actually closed. They're resurfacing it in this uh, very boring gray tile. Of a rose eyes as we walk around. I'm like peeking through the fingers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and as you make your way outside, you can see that actually there's some other construction work going on. There's a few couple, there were three other shops that are getting. Um, built in right now, but they're not done. As you make your way towards the center of the Earth, because Crown Tower is the tallest tower and also in the center of the cities, because it kind of scoops oh, out. I have, um, I have a question. Oh, you got something, Megan? As, yeah, as we're just, like, walking, and I assume we're walking in, like, this weird quiet, because it's just, like, very emotionally charged. We're just, like, walking, and Lena's just like, Hey, Ferris. Mm -hmm. Um, just like a random question for you, because Zake didn't know the answer to it. Well, he knew an, an answer, but it wasn't a great answer, so you probably know more because you're like smarter and better than him in most things. Oh, um, didn't expect you to say that, but thank you. <laughs> um, do you know what an ardent is? I think it's from like your. Where you're from. I'm gonna uh, cut away at that moment. Because <laughs> I'm mean. I hate you! We're coming back right there. I've been waiting so long. But I'm gonna so cut long. back to Zake. Um, Zake, the you're preparing for whatever you're doing. Uh, in the hallway, just by the balcony, and you get struck by a pang of what feels like a nausea at first. Uh, your vision flickers, and you see 
what you can recognize as the other side, the shadow realm, for a moment. But you're not there. You're just viewing it. There's, it it's a room, but it's like a pod, and you can see it reflected up in an entire wall. Like, you know, the beginning of the Matrix, where there's just these replicating pods all the way up. There's a sharp needle hanging down over a, um, like a something shaped roughly like a chair. A blade is positioned. And then you find yourself coming back, rocketing back to your senses, and you feel this wave of nausea, or like you're going to throw up your stomach. What? That's new. looks around, like sits down for a moment to, until the nausea passes. And... The nausea actually gets stronger. <laughs> yeah. You're, you, uh, you're, your stomach seems determined to come out of you. Runs out the balcony. <laughs> Excellent. Uh, while you're out on the balcony, with your head all the way off the side. Yep. Um, you spy something concerning. Concerning? Question mark? You spy one of the gondolas coming back to Valerith from Orlath. And on the gondola, you spy a familiar visage, one butlery friend, Arvis, flying back in from Orlath. Hmm. What is he doing? The nausea finally subsides. Huh. Should I wait? Should I go alone? Popping back over to Lena and Ferris. <laughs> uh, right where we left. Just wanted a little bit of uh, foreshadowing. Um, yeah, they... I guess, I guess it's a thing in Shamsara. I don't know if it's a thing elsewhere, but they're an ardent is a person who can. Uh, they have the ability to sort of emanate their emotions into other people and make them experience the same emotions as them. Are they bad? Not necessarily. Um, I mean, naturally, they can be viewed with a lot of suspicion. You know, that sort of ability can be extremely dangerous, but then so are my abilities in the wrong hands. Right, so where you're from, if somebody was an ardent, they would just go about their lives, like they wouldn't be like like persecuted or just like chased away from a place or like killed or anything? Um Actually, would Faris know that? <laughs> yeah, totally, but you could decide. Yeah. 
Okay, all right. I wasn't sure if that was like an inbuilt lore thing. No, 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 no. <laughs> um, I mean, I suppose it it depends situation by situation. If someone uses their abilities to do harm, then like anyone else, they would be reprimanded. Okay. All right. And they're just from where you are? I mean, I, I, I don't know if they're only from Shamsara, but certainly I've, I've heard a lot about them being there. Okay. All right. Um, thanks. Why? That, I, um, I, um, <laughs> like, looks at small child row. <laughs> like, <laughs> um, just, um, a friend, a mutual friend of ours mentioned them to me, um, and it was just a little concerning because I just didn't know what that meant. Um, but somebody that I used to know apparently was one and got in trouble for it. Our mutual friend told me that. Right. And I just didn't know what it was or why it would have gotten her into trouble, but... Oh, there it is. Oh. Well, I'm sorry to hear that. Um. Yeah, raises a lot more questions than gives answers. I thought it would just be, like, really easy once I talked to this friend. That would be that, and now there's, like, a lot of questions... Yeah, it seems to be a running theme, huh? Yeah, I, I, it kind of sucks. So, well, thanks. I'll let that fester in my brain for a little bit until it comes out in a way that's unpleasant for everybody. I hope it helps in some way. I think it does. I think it does. Yeah, I think it does. Oh. Yeah. I'll take that as a no. <laughs> I don't know. Yet. Again, a lot of that going around. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, well, let's go. Let's go get some answers. And, like, real so, answers. just That's for my <laughs> own personal enjoyment, um, Sam... What's Ro been up to during this, you know, very uh, serious, not involving Ro conversation? Are like, you as know? you're walking. Um, let's see. I think just sort of given all of the weird shit going on, Ro's not actually really going to be straying too far from the others. Um, so they're probably, I'm going to say they've just been walking next to Ferris, like, with their arm looped through one of hers, and they're honestly just kind of listening real quietly right now. They've got their wolf hood, like, pulled up, so you can't really see them, you just sort of see this, like, big old gray wolf head, like, moving up and down while they walk. Um, but they're, they're listening a lot right now, because 
they had kind of a heavy last session, like for row, <laughs> where they lost their flute, which is like the, the only gift they've ever really gotten. So that got crushed last session from their only friend before the party. And they overheard the whole conversation with, or m much of the conversation with Arvis and Ferris. So they are also kind of resisting trying to ask Ferris about that a little bit because they don't want to do that right now while she is already upset. But they're just kind of taking in a lot of the adult talk right now and kind of internalizing the conversation I swear. happening. I swear Ro has more emotional intelligence than a lot of people I know. <laughs> <laughs> you know, they're, they're used to listening. You know, that's what you kind of got to do when you're out hunting in, in the wilds and spying on random travelers in your woods you gotta know if you can trust you gotta listen first and see what they're up to and know when to hold them know when to fold them exactly they don't always you know know actually when to do those things but right now you know they're learning i think they're able to, right. still, to still detect the tone of like oh this isn't like an adult kind of private conversation like <laughs> for older pack members <laughs> uh. All right, so y'all are heading to Crown Tower. Z is Nunu, what is Zake trying to get up to? Is it just oh, Nunu is frozen land. Oh, Nunu is not frozen land. Uh, it's just very Zake. Stoked. What is Nunu? What is Zake land? But uh... Uh, what is he trying to get up to today? Is it just fuck around with wand and see if any magic comes out, or is it something more concrete? Yeah, yeah, it's just uh, just just playing with it around a little bit, see what what happens, what doesn't happen, see if he understands how to use it. Nah, it's just a narrative way for me to know what my spells do. <laughs> sure. Uh, you did mention and, and... maybe going off on your own once after you saw Arvis. Was that changing that plan? Um. I think I think he would wait. I think he would wait for the for Ferris at least. Oh. He, he doesn't want to. He doesn't want to clash too much. How dare you! Um, wow. it, it's not his conversation to, to have. Unexpected, yeah. but appreciated. Ooh. Look at you, just Gross. reducing the drama. <laughs> Character development. We have it. Here it is. All right. All Yay. Right. <laughs> Uh, no, and and also he's he's gonna spend some time picking at his wardrobe and and writing things in little pieces of paper, uh, things that make no sense, like like um, earth salt and just sticking it on on one piece of clothing and hanging it on the door, and 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 just making almost as, there's a method to it, almost as if he's making something, bringing something to life, someone to life. Hey, hey, the, the last time I heard someone say it was a method to their madness, it was Lena, and I didn't trust it. And look where we ended up. Everything's fine. <laughs> there is literally no method. She swung off an island. There is zero method to her madness. <laughs> it's just madness. All right. She just gets lucky. That's, that's the difference between us. <laughs> All right, so uh, Ro, Lena, and Ferris. All arrive at Crown Tower in the center of Valerith. There is quite an imperial presence here, uh, as there are actually, in addition to just people from the capital being around, there's quite a few imperial guards. They all wear a very characteristic blue, uh, cerulean blue and gold outfit, because it matches the name and all that. It has themes that uh, run through this. Brand Fight recognition me. is important. 
Yeah. I appreciate the uh, like aesthetic cohesion. Thank you. Yes. Yes. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, but they don't stop you from going into the tower. Oh. Okay. Interesting. Um. Alika said that she was like going to see the emperor, so I'm assuming she's in some kind of like council chamber of some kind. Do we need to like do we need to like ask around where it is, or are they just letting us walk? Um, All right, so I'm just going to answer this by describing what you see as you walk into the uh, the tower. <laughs> Uh, so as you walk into Crown Tower, uh, it has a spiraling ramp. You ever been to like the Guggenheim Museum in New York? Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's like that. Cool, nice. Uh, just spirals up with things along it, but in addition to just like art, which there is quite a bit of art around, um, there is also breakoff rooms that go out in each direction. And actually, as you're looking at it, you realize that the interior of this tower is actually just like. 10 feet on either side bigger than the exterior? It's like bigger than the inside, but not ridiculously so. Um, as you're able to gaze on up this whole procession going up, um, there is a crowd up about halfway on one of the sides. Uh, and you see a lot of imperial blue and get the sense that there might be um, a center of activity there. Okay. I guess that's where we're heading. Barris will try and kind of, she doesn't like to do this, but she is technically wearing her Solari uniform, so she's just going to like extend the spear so she's walking with it and just look more important than she actually yeah. technically is. So Lena's definitely going to like try to like flatten any wrinkles out of her dress and just like try to look like less of a disaster than she is like nope this is fine it's fine i'm comfortable Rose and row barefoot and disgusting <laughs> <laughs> and wearing a dead animal on their head <laughs> oh. wouldn't have it any other way <laughs> delightful and they are perfect <laughs> just right, not an so... arm length through ferris's yeah <laughs> It is quite busy, um, and as you walk, Ferris in particular, you kind of split the crowd a little bit. Uh, oh, yeah. But there is quite a, you know, a jog, not a literal jog, but you know, a jant, um, on up to get to what you know, things are happening, and you just eventually get this point where there's just a wall of people that you're able to see as you're approaching from the on the, on the outside that, given a little bit of space, is the Emperor. Uh, and Alika. Very clashing of styles. One is very grand and gaudy, and the other is a little more utilitarian, a sword. But I don't know if they actually both have weapons. The Emperor, she has a, a big-ass spear, and Alika has a sword. But uh, they are taking that, you, have, you, you can recognize it, that pace of a walk where the point is the conversation, not where you're going. Right. The walk and talk. The West Wing walk and talk. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Walk away. As you're Winding around, Alika catches sight of you. And you don't hear it because there's too much noise going around, but she has this moment where you can tell she's telling the Emperor to hold a minute. She has something she has to do, and she parts the crowd to leave. 
Mm-hmm. Iris will just stand there. She like catch Alika's eye and kind of like nod her head over in her direction, uh, in Faris's mm-hmm. direction. Um, and as Alika mm-hmm. approaches, Faris will just mutter, "Did you seriously just dismiss the Emperor to talk to me?" As, I, as Alika was walking over, I okay? definitely like did this to Faris. <laughs> <laughs> tries the, to ignore the, Lena. <laughs> the emperor is actually uh you know it's very very um collected but content- like she stops walking she looks over to watch to see what could be so important and she sees a solari in full garb and maybe that settles her mind <laughs> as leek walks up well you did save my life i owe you don't i you don't owe me anything. Um, we need to talk somewhere where other people can't hear. Come on. And she just brings you down uh, into one of the side rooms, just one off from where you're at. Mm-hmm. Um, she looks, at, she kind of steps behind you and looks at Lena and Ro, just friends of yours? Yes, that they can come to. Hello. All right. And she opens up into the side room, and as the door, it's, it's, there is quite a bit of, um, this, the, the wall, the room is ringed in a grand mural, the circular side room, uh, which depicts a vast war scene pa- from Valer's past as a, uh, you know, siege, flying siege fortress. There's a lot of death on it. Uh, but as the door closes, the outside din goes silent. <sighs> A little too fitting. Mm. That's handy. That's incredibly ostentatious. Well, we inherited it. Um. Valeris. Valerith has a bit of a history with military. I'm sure I don't have to tell you. No. But it puts us in an odd place now. Yeah. Um, I mean, I'm incredibly curious about what's going on here, but there's another matter we need to discuss. Um, She seems a little stunned, like, wait, there's more? Oh, do you want to go first, or should I? Uh, um, you go first, because I really don't know where to start. All right. This fractured history and experience with military leaves us in a weakened state where we are to face new enemies when storm clouds gather and start to challenge our independence. We need people who prioritize us as a community before a military. And we need trust. And I could think of no one better. I want to offer you a position. Wait. Vanguard of Valerith. Me. Who better? I, what would that even 
mean? Well, that's a very good question. We're have we're something new here. So it means what you can convince people it means, but it it gives you credence. It lets you make lets you try to make decisions. And I would value your sway over our us as like I said, we are a city before we are a fortress. And we need someone who can recognize that. I think that's you. But we also need someone who's really, really good at defending it. And those don't overlap very often. Well, I know I'm good at fighting. I don't really feel like I'm good at much else, but it, I'm honored that you... Well, you, you used to lead uh, Force of Solara, didn't you? Uh, I guess. Um, I'll... Okay, can we set that aside for a second? One, one more thing first. And she reaches into her pocket and pulls out a badge of, of office. Uh, I want you to hold on to it. Do I make a decision? Um, sure. Thank you. She'll yeah. reach out her hand. Uh, Isa, what does it look like? <laughs> well, if it's a badge of Valerith, um, I feel like it's got to have some sort of like winged design to it. Sort of um, like sharp edges, mechanical looking, um, but with very clear, distinct sort of like winged pattern to it. Okay. I'm gonna let you design it because you gotta preserve the aesthetic. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, what are what are the colors of Valerith? Does it have like, it's like the new the new independent Valerith? <laughs> uh, I haven't gotten that far. <laughs> <laughs> um, like my instinct is blue, but like. That's the empire. Yeah, what I was thinking, so I've, in the artwork I did for Alika, she was wearing purple and green and gold. So I'm thinking maybe something with like a dark steel and with purple trim. So it kind of like, maybe if those are Ooh, like- yes, that's the colors of the revolution. Yeah. <laughs> um, Ferris kind of turns it over in her hands and you can see her hands shaking a little bit as she holds it. Um, and she continues to kind of, almost like fidget with it as she begins talking about the next subject that they had to bring up. Um, <laughs> you say that you trust me. I already knew that. I didn't know quite to what extent this is. Um, anyway, um, do you know a man named Arvis? Von Hrinth? Yeah. Uh, he's outspoken uh, along some community issues. We tend to agree. Okay. I haven't met in person. Um, our friend uh, Falwyn Danor, he 
is a friend of his. We've gotten to know him through him. Um, the reason I wasn't here when you woke up is because we went with Falwyn to procure some ingredients for uh, a cure to a disease that he could make. And while Falwyn made it back to the city, we did not make it back onto the city in time. And yet here you are. And yet here we are, thanks to Arvis. However, when he showed up, he basically gave us the opportunity to come back in exchange for me talking to you on his behalf. And I feel like I need to be honest with you. He asked me to tell you that to, to tell you that I trust him and that you should trust him too. But I'm not I'm not certain I can trust him. But if he's telling the truth about what he wants me to tell you, then I feel like we need to be able to trust him. Well, I mean, trading favors for recommendations, it's it's very political, but it's not abnormal. But you seem shaken by something. He told me that there is a calamity of some sort coming our way, on top of the other stuff we're already dealing with. Um, she looks back out towards the door for a second. Uh, he said there was a threat coming our way that could endanger thousands of lives. It's something to do with the Knights of Suravain. I don't know if that name means anything to you. He said that they, these people are attempting to do something that will taint those who have been affected by necromantic magic. So basically anyone who's ever been healed by magic. And I imagine also those who are able to use healing magic. She is quiet. She's analyzing. What does that have to do with us? He said that he wanted me to advise you to seek his counsel. He said that you would be able to help him. Well, we're definitely going to have a conversation now. Sorry, what was that? I didn't hear that. Well, we're definitely going to have a conversation now. Yeah. Um, good. I I wish I could come to you with more information, but I I couldn't. If there's some sort of catastrophe coming, this isn't how I would like to find out about it. This is suspect. Exactly. I, like, look, she gestures to Lena and Ro, like, they know I, I don't get along with Arvis. I honestly find him incredibly frustrating to talk to. I don't, I didn't necessarily believe that he was a bad person, but I, the way in which he tried to get me to do this doesn't sit right with me. 
but if he's telling the truth and there are indeed thousands of lives in danger, then that's not something I can stand by and let happen. I mean, that that's an angle to consider. If this is somebody, if he truly is trying to save lives, then a little uh, deception and arm twisting isn't exactly outside the... Uh, that might be justified. Yeah. Um, Even though it doesn't feel good. A couple of other things, too. I initially asked whether There's I could more. be present. Yeah. I initially asked whether I could be present for this meeting between the two of you, and he said no. But maybe if I were a vanguard of Valeris, he would allow that, because I don't like the idea of sending you in there alone. So you're saying yes? I'm saying maybe. She puts her arm on your shoulder armor, you know, a little clink. This has been a lot. I sadly got to get back, but there is think one about thing. it. Oh, there's more. <laughs> she just does a little moment like. I'm very sorry. I, Barris looks to Ro and Lena. <laughs> We've, we recently did some work for Argus. You mentioned you were looking for an eye and eye. Yeah. He may have one in his possession. May? Hypothetically. It, no, technically. And you, how is that related to you working for him? Just something we heard. Come on out with it. <laughs> we procured it for him. <laughs> Lena just looks at Ferris like. So you know he has it. I was trying to be coy. Yes, he has one. We gave it to him. No, technically. <laughs> exactly. You know, for his sake, I really do hope thousands of lives are on the line, because at this point I'm a little upset. Not as upset as the guy we took it from. Oh, yeah. He's not happy. But but you're Do busy. No, you. Do it's, prob it's probably best that you don't, to be completely honest. Nor does it really matter in this exact situation. Thank you. Not only have you saved my life, but you might save a few more. And. Is it good, better to know about the poison you're about to drink than just drink it blindly? Exactly. But if you take like a little bit of the poison every single day, eventually you will gain an immunity to it. So then you could drink a whole lot of it, and it wouldn't even affect you at all. Just in case you needed to know. Hypothetical. Part of the concept. <laughs> uh, and she smiles at the three of you, her gaze lingering on Ferris. As for my offer, think about it. I think you'd do a lot of good for this city. 
Oh well, it's just a it's a lot to consider considering my current position. And she turns to walk out, and as just before she opens the door in the din of the outside uh space rockets back into this little quiet icicle of sound. Yes. And do please do it quickly. Sorry to rush, but And she opens the door, and the wave of the din and voices and noises all wash back in. And she closes it behind her, and it goes quiet behind her again. Mm-hmm. You're left just in this wrapping mural of death and destruction. You didn't have to tell her about the eye. I feel like I did. She mentioned to me when we were... I meant to tell all of you, and then... So many things happened. She mentioned it to me when we were off on our mission together. She mentioned that she was hoping to procure one to help the city. And I thought about mentioning it at the time, but now I'm extremely glad I didn't, considering who the other person that was with us was. Uh, yes, well, I mean, that won't matter for anything she knows isn't going to matter for much longer anyway. So that's probably fine. Um, but... Um, so do we, should we call you Vanguard Ferris now? Or like, no, lady? Should we bow? Uh, should we stand at attention? Should we walk a couple paces behind you, just out of respect? Like, I just need to know what the protocol is. Um, for, for I know you this. think you're being funny, but I'd really rather you didn't. You'd rather I didn't be funny? Or just joke about this particular thing? The second one. Okay, that's fine. I can do that. I'll give I'll give it like a week to let it set in, and then we'll see what happens. But should we should we go see what Zake's gotten himself into, and then maybe go see Arvis? Or um, yeah, let's, anything? Uh, let's hope our home. Oh no, Frozen. Yeah, we lost you for a sec. We lost there, you for a sec. Oh, me. I'm oh, sorry. Unstable internet connection. Uh, I don't know where I left off, but yeah, Ferris was just saying, let's hope our home hasn't been destroyed while we've been gone, basically. <laughs> yeah, I mean. Uh, with that, we're going to have the camera zoom, all cinematic style, over to Starfall Spire. You've been listening to No Initiative Play Quest The Soaring City. Quest The Soaring City is an actual play production by No Initiative, hosted live on Twitch by Chromatic Chimera on Mondays at 6.30pm Eastern. Our game is guided by Nat, or at CrimeNat, on Twitter. Dr. Falwyn Denor the Doctor is played by Robert Allen, or at Voices of Robert on Twitter. Ferris Munir the Invoker is played by Iza, or at Evil Clever Dog on Twitter and YouTube. Lena Elliott the Spy is played by Megan Cross, or at at Megan Lynn FTW on Twitter. Row the Naturalist is played by Samwise Gamgee or at the Samwisest on Twitter. Zake Sarkar the Charmblade is played by Nunu or at JNunuTex on Twitter. The Soaring City uses the quest system published by the Adventure Guild. If you want to try playing the quest RPG with your own pack, go to adventure.game/store and use code NOINITIATIVE, one word, all caps, for 10% off your purchase. Follow us on Twitter at NOINITIATIVETV for updates, art, and memes. The Soaring City theme song is by Ryan, aka Sim, or at the Simulacri on Twitter.
Twitter. All other music used is by Adrian Von Ziegler. Podcast editing is by Samwise Gamgee. Thank you to Chromatic Chimera for hosting our live actual play shows on their Twitch. Check back next Wednesday for another adventure in Valerith with Quest the Soaring City.